Action Park Media. All right, welcome to Ramble On, the Rambling On podcast. I think this is going to be the last one before New Year's, and and then no, no, uh, no show next week before the uh, break. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we if we come up with something to talk about. So, I mean, uh, you know, January this thing gets released to all human beings in this town that want to see it. It's either selling, it's not, or I'm putting. Yeah, this town is completely shut down at this point. Whatever. I don't. I don't even want to talk about the shutting down of the town. Things are happening. White Lotus is playing, and Stallone's got shows, and we do not. So. Um, I am. I, I put a deadline last uh, in this 2022 that never came to pass. But this time I'm putting a deadline. If we don't have something going by February 15th, I'm putting this on the internet, and people can vote, judge it, send us cash, do whatever they want to do. But as I'm watching everything that's on TV, and most of it absolutely sucks. Now we will talk about White Lotus, which I've said as clearly as I can, because you keep saying for some reason that I said it wasn't good, and that's why you didn't watch it. That's not at all what I said. Said I liked the first season better, but this season got better and better as it went along, and and the finale was phenomenal. You know, although it I was. do I do have questions. A couple of head scratching moments. I, I, I do have questions, so I guess we we can talk about that today. I want to talk about this guy. Uh, some people will not may not take me for this, but uh, you know, the, the, the my right hand on Entourage was was a, a woman named Ali Musica who was just uh, honestly was a genius and. Uh, she was a person who helped me so much keep that ship right when I thought I was just going off the rails because I've talked about it before. And I do think I have a different perspective for when we hopefully go make this show. But I, I put every ounce of everything I had into Entourage for better or for worse. People can say whatever the fuck they want about it. But I killed myself. I, uh, yeah. you know, I, I lost my family over that show. I, I, I worked as hard as I possibly could. And a, a lot of times I felt like I was in a, a bunker by myself just waiting to be exploded. And Rob Weiss, who was, of course, amazing, but he used to tell me, which I've said on this podcast before, nobody's coming to save you. But the truth is she did. And she had me watch this So You Think You Can Dance show, probably in 2005 and 2006, which is a show I would just, I would never, never, ever turn on. And this guy, Twitch, from the minute I saw him, which I do believe one of my skills is spotting talent. And I saw this guy, and I'm like, this guy is a fucking superstar. And it's not just from his dancing. It was everything about his personality. And, and, he, was just, and he was a stud. He was just this cool, incredible guy. And uh, to be honest with you, I never followed what happened to him. So, uh, I mean, the fact that he's kind of stuck with me for this long, and then today I wake up to this news that he committed suicide with three young children. Yeah. And his wife uh, wrote something that, you know, he was the greatest guy in the world. And it, again, speaks to a lot of things of mental health and that you don't know what's going on with people because apparently he was on Ellen's show for a decade. At least. He hosted other shows and had a had a very successful career. And what I remember, again, I haven't really read about this this morning, but what I remember is, you know, and, and like a lot of those dancers on So You Thinking Dance, they, they have nothing when they start that show. They are busting their ass physically for no pay because you don't, really get paid as a even if you're a Broadway dancer it's not a high you know uh, a high price thing unless you become a star so was he on as a dancer or as a contestant I, I'm, I'm not that familiar so with that can, show so you think you can dance as a, as a 
dance competition show. Okay. So he was just a contestant, a young, you know, so guy. So just randomly he was on the show as a contestant. I mean, I don't know about random. Obviously, you got to get on the show. You got to have some talent to get on the show in the first place. And then he came in second place, but he was incredibly talented. And, and I'm not like a knowledgeable person about, you know, that kind of dance per se. But I just remember seeing him and I'm like, and I, I would tell Ali, I'm like, I'm watching this show like religiously now. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And watching the talent of these people and listening to their stories and their backstories. Anyway, I guess he was a judge on that show for years after because I really didn't. I didn't keep up with the show after that, but I was pretty uh, saddened by that news, very yeah. saddened by that news this morning. And then, you know, I looked a little bit ab about him and saw his Instagram from like three days ago, his, his anniversary with his wife, and it's just smiling, happy, life is great. And, and, and you know, you just you don't know what's going on with people and mental illness because I got to believe now, you know, I remember this movie, this movie Laurel Canyon, which I couldn't even tell you who's in it. Except I think oh, Jennifer yeah. Jason Lee. I remember I one so. line though, one line that has stuck with me for twenty years. Because I, I think everybody who knows me knows I've got a little bit of depression and moods and all that shit. But Jennifer Jason <laughs> Lee, I think, said it in that movie. Like when you have kids, suicide is no longer an option. And I've oh, like not that I've ever been suicidal necessarily, but I've always thought you, you just you can't. When you have children, you cannot even contemplate doing anything. So, to how about when they're adults as children? <laughs> I mean, like, it's like possible. If, if, like, my, it, like, I don't want to take anything off the table. So, if my kids are like forty or forty-five, uh, I always said I got. Am I off it, the hook at that point? I got to make it till my kids are thirty-five is my goal. But my point to to this guy, Twitch, and I hope I'm even saying his name right. But, yeah. um, but what he must have been going through to do that with three young kids and yeah. a young wife, yeah, it's, yeah. it's terrible. So everybody. I'm not making a public service announcement, but everybody out there, just, you know, um, check your mental health and don't do rash things because there's no coming back. I had a friend from college who, who killed himself, and all of us used to say it was probably, like, in the haste of a moment. He had a fight with his girlfriend. He yeah. had a gun in the house, and, and he shot himself. And, you know, a lot of us always wonder if he didn't have that gun in the house, maybe that would have never happened. But. It's It's interesting because, you know, Obviously, you don't know that many people that commit suicide on a regular basis. Uh, certainly, this was very fast. Well, that it's it hard came to out. commit suicide on a regular basis. Not for not in, as an individual, yeah, yes, but tough. for people that you're you you don't you don't have that many experiences. About uh, I don't know, maybe seven eight years ago, I was involved in a project, and um, my counterpart, the lead guy on the other side, uh, he had committed suicide in the middle of the project, and uh, I remember thinking like it's a very permanent solution to what I hope is a temporary problem. Like it's one thing to find out you might be terminally ill and you're, you know, saving yourself the suffering, I guess. But, uh, you know, it's a shame because you look at people from the outside life and you would never know what, what's going on. And I don't know what could have been done to prevent it. I mean, obviously his wife is there and, and notice, you know, we don't know him. So who knows what he was going through, but, uh, I feel for his kids, obviously, and his wife. Yeah, and it, it's you know, I just I just got off of my my college roommate uh, Jeff Jacobson. We were just talking about, and you know, COVID put a lot of people into new mind patterns. Again, you have to have money, obviously, some form of money, so you can do something that you like. But it should not be the driving force in life. And you know, I I am lucky that I made some money in this business, but I. I watched most of my friends who were growing up go into financial fields where they could make steady livings and make, you know, some fortunes. And uh, some of them are happy and some of them are miserable, you know. And miserable because they made the money but it didn't solve their problems or miserable because they didn't make any money? 
No, miserable because they're miserable people. Oh. And, uh, you know, it's, it's I think, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I wrote the line in 40, but uh, happiness can't buy money. But, you know, it's, it's, it, it doesn't solve problems, but it does. Uh, perspective is everything. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I definitely have a, a new perspective with this kid. So I'm going to we're either going to make this show or I'm not. And, and that's the end of it. I've, I've wasted yeah. too much energy on this already to to. And I don't mean wasted energy on it. It's like the energy of nothingness is where the waste comes in. And that's why this business is so frustrating and so hard for so many people, because the amount of your life that is sucked away waiting for other people to to do something and you can't, you know, as much as you want to, which I do believe it's it's coming and hopefully we will figure out some way to do it if we don't find a place. Again, I must reiterate, nobody's passed on this fucking show. We have wasted our time with shitty agents and shitty managers and we haven't shown it to people. So, but they may all pass. It's possible, I suppose. It's so, possible. Anything so, possible. but, you know, if you're a singer, if you're fucking Taylor Swift, you can just go do it in your house with a computer and you can go make your album. And obviously, you got to be that talented. But uh, it was her birthday yesterday, by the way, or today. Was it? Know. Yeah, I know people don't know. Why do you know that? But I yeah. am very clear. I'm a little worried about you. I love Taylor Swift. Yes, we I know. want everyone to understand that. I'm playing my baby. And by the way, She's crying hysterically. I turn on Taylor Swift. It, she stops instantaneously and listens. Yeah, and so looks. you're you're uh, like three weeks in on on new fatherhood. How's that? How's that going? I'm almost a month. What are we at today? The twentieth was her birthday. So where are we at? The yeah, three 14th? weeks. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's 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 going well. You know, it's definitely like I said, it's very different than. Uh, 2001 when I had my son and you know my entourage producer was throwing the script in my face and I had no money and I'm like I'm gonna lose my home I how am I gonna feed this child and you know you you instead of holding him loving him you're going I hope I don't fail you and I hope you don't think I'm a fucking loser and your friends in high school make fun of me what does your dad do now I'm in the same spot though where I'm like you know 17 years nah. from now my daughter's kids are, Dad made a show called Entourage in 1997. <laughs> so, you know, so that's one of the motivations for me to to get this show going rather than I need money to feed her so I can feed her, which is good. And actually, yeah, that's to nice. be honest with you, Sarah's feeding her because I told her, like, we're saving money on this fucking formula. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to do what a mommy does. And she's doing it very well. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God for that. I, I wonder how much that actually does save, though. I think it's a significant amount of saving. I would think. Uh, you know, I don't know how long she plans to do it for. But seven years, I think. For seven about. years? <laughs> is that weird? Is it weird, remember, is, remember, is it weird that your way. child can unclip your bra? I remember one time <laughs> seeing like a kid standing and breastfeeding, and I was like, oh my God. But then I saw some studies that you're supposed to do it older. Anyway, we how, won't have how, a child. What's older child. mean? I, I, I do have a, I, like, I have a story of somebody who, uh, <laughs> it was kind of this funny situation. My old company, somebody worked for us, had a baby, uh, but the child was already like four and uh, one of our other employees had to go over to their house to drop something off and they just sat inside and were talking for a minute. And as they were sitting there on the couch, this four year old came over and and literally that's helped, him, helped himself to <laughs> breast milk. And the woman who had stopped over, she 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 came in the next day to tell me the story. She goes. I, she goes, I've never been so stunned. I feel bad. Like, I don't know what I should be doing. Like, should I say something? I'm like, why? She goes, B, 
because I'm pretty sure my mouth was on the floor for the first five minutes. The truth I was is, there. though, it's, it's like a cultural thing. I don't know what the scientific evidence says when they're supposed to stop, but I think most people think when the guy can I think if you say can the ask, word tit, I you think if you can ask for it, it, you're not supposed to get it. I, I mean, you like know. you have to be able to cry for it. If you can't cry for it and you're instead going, I'm, "Mommy, I'm hungry," I, I'm pretty sure that's the place where I, you, I, get, uh, you cut off. I wonder, but anyway, we won't we won't we won't have any of that. So, all right, let's let let's get into uh, television. That does not have anything oh. to do with us because we are unemployed in the television field. Yeah. We do not work. The powers <laughs> that be have kept <laughs> us down. So, so what else are you watching? I, I mean, well, so I, I decided I was going to watch White Lotus. Um, what a decision! And I, uh, along with the rest I, of America, and I watched, I watched the whole thing in the last, you know, four or five days. Um, caught up maybe two nights ago and uh, finished the finale. Uh, I. I know you loved the first season. I really liked the first season. Uh, I don't think I loved it as much as you. Doesn't mean I didn't like it. I liked it. You we just got loved it. it. We got it. The second season, I think I actually enjoyed more. Yeah. Uh, it felt it felt more real. Um, you it can felt, relate to it hookers. It felt more grounded. No, I can't relate to hookers, but but I can relate to I can relate to people having marital issues. I can relate to people having you know concerns about their their children I, I can relate to what you know wanting to help people out get, getting fleeced like it really was a look at i think culture and and different people you know of different classes mixing together which the first one was about as well but um it i the finale i thought was so well done and yet, I don't know if we should be talking about it and giving spoiler alerts. Or at this point, everybody's already we, seen listen, it. Listen, we don't have ten million people listening to this podcast here. We'll 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 put on a spoiler alert on the description. Okay. It's a spoiler alert, but you should be watching White Lotus immediately anyway. But um, I don't care about spoiling but, things for people. But people have spoiled but, plenty for you me know. And life. and even you and I, we were talking about it a little bit yesterday, and you you immediately found this meme of like, you know. There's a scene where this woman falls off a boat. There's no, it's not a woman. The character, the main, of Tanya, the main character. Yeah, she's not uh, the main character. Uh, it's a very, who's who's uh, a ensemble well, piece. Well, she's yes, but she's she's like this standalone character, um, and and she she does something that's sort of inexplicable, where she tries to. I don't know get why you're like boat. okay. There's spoilers. She jumps from about twenty feet off a yacht in heels and tries to land inside the boat. And and the simple solution is jump into the water and then pull yourself up now on the smaller again, boat. She's not in great shape. She's not. So I could I could see why she may have been thinking it, but she probably could have figured something else out other than jumping. And she just I just I think, think she was if, just in if a LeBron and, James jumped twenty five feet wearing heels, it would be very uh, difficult. Difficult. So. Yes. She needed to. First of all, she needed. To, I don't know why the stairs didn't come into play. At I don't all either. Either, but but the show was was excellent. But that was the main thing that I had a, had a. It's not even a problem because I don't have any problems with it. I I think I I liked the first season better. I thought the first season, as I said, was the best season of television I'd seen in a decade. This is still better than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of the stuff I see, but I, I there were some things I didn't like. There that were a couple took of, you out of it, right? Well, it, I don't know if it took me out. There were some very predictable things um, to me. Um, there were some char- 
casting that I didn't love as much as other people. And that's, oh. you know, that's who I was not a fan of the two guys at all. I was not interested. You know, I the thought two guys, you uh, mean the, the friends that were on yeah, vacation? Together? Yeah, I, I just didn't love either of their acting. And they were both mm. both great builds. I'd like to be built like both of them. But uh -huh. I just didn't like the acting of either of them. And when you saw Aubrey Plaza, who's amazing, or I uh, sadly don't know her name, but she's she's beautiful um the other wife yeah um i don't they, know her name either they were just more interesting and when jennifer coolidge was in with the uh i don't know i guess we're allowed to say high-end gays because mike white who wrote it is is gay so he could say it but the standout funniest line of the, of the show clearly in my <laughs> mind was when she tells her assistant that i didn't have the heart to tell you but i think your boyfriend was fucking his uncle not i think even <laughs> that he was fucking his uncle. So, the other actress's name is megan fahey yeah she's gonna be a star yeah. she's no she was and, she was great yeah. I didn't understand the heels. I didn't understand why she didn't take off the heels before she did that. Yeah, but you still wouldn't, Dave, if you ever shoot four people on a yacht and then need to escape. Don't jump into the boat. Jump into the water. Yeah. And by the way, it's it's Sicily in the summer. I mean, it's like it's okay. And you're you're well, and she was maybe a couple hundred yards. She wasn't like eight miles offshore. Like one would think you could just do the backstroke into the into yeah. The hotel I mean, lobby. Again, she's not in great <laughs> shape. No, but, she's uh, not. But then, I mean, if we had a deep dive into some of, of the things that are just questions that I have as, as a writer. And again, I really think, and I thought Mike White enlightened. I told my father to watch last night because my father thought the finale of White Lotus was the best hour of television he's ever seen in his life. Of the, of the second season? Of this season. Uh -huh. And he loved the first season. But he thought it was, he said he's never seen it. And I think what was so great, and I was listening to Mike White on a podcast talking about it, was the way he shot that scene, which is, uh, you know, most people would not shoot a scene like that from just her POV you like I mean you don't see anybody get shot you have no idea and she's just hysterical yeah. and then all of a sudden everybody's yeah, dead in the dead. thing so she's a good shot clearly yeah but, uh, but um the couple of questions I had I mean with the hookers like one was not a hooker when this week started and yeah. then she just went overboard and I was trying to look and the other one seemed to kind of make a transition the other way and and what's the big deal with this is this a big career jump to play the piano in this uh, lounge where there's six people who aren't even listening is that a big career move well you know from what i know and i and i don't know personally uh sicily itself and certainly any specific town in sicily it's not like the mecca of anything there's not like a lot of talent coming around there's not a lot of you know entertainment options so my guess is for a young country girl from sicily Playing the piano at the fancy hotel is a step forward in your career. Um, you would fuck somebody and, for that and, job. Well, apparently she would. Uh, Who would you fuck people. to get Ramble on, on uh, Netflix? Who would you fuck then? Do I just have to choose one person? or <laughs> Can I specify the person I'd like? To <laughs> I'm guessing it's going to be uh, the wife in, uh, in White Lotus. Oh, but, yeah. Well. So, and wh so what else happened with them? But they were great. They were uh, some of the other things. Michael Imperioli, who I've said this before, he did My Pilot for yeah, you. That I HBO fucked me on. Yeah, I love him. Um, and I'm listening to podcasts with like, it's so good to have Michael Imperioli back. First of all, he's been working for 20 years. But second of all, I can't even tell you how good he was in the pilot that I did. But He was good. I, but anyway, I, he, I concur with that. He's awesome. But what I didn't understand, because I do sadly have some friends who like to uh, uh, partake in hookers, and uh, I just, he, his discretion was bizarrely odd to me. He's in, I would think, a guy who is going to have hookers while he's on a vacation with his father and his son. How about, I'll be on the fifth floor, you guys stay on the third floor. 
okay, maybe there were no rooms available, but we're all basically lined up It next certainly to seems each other. like he, he had premeditated it since the hookers were waiting on the dock when they arrived uh, to get a glimpse he of He did right. premeditate it because they said there he is. So, so, so it is a little bizarre. It would be like, hey, me and my son are sharing a room. Can <laughs> you just come in while he's in the shower? You know, and then they basically, <laughs> he has conversations with them in the fucking lobby in front of everybody, outside his door. He stands there for 10 minutes. Nobody seemed too concerned with getting caught buy this and uh yeah you know, and also they made you know i haven't been to sicily i am desperately want to go now and uh someone put an amazing tweet up yesterday about uh that um they should the white lotus next year they should like the olympics towns should bid for who gets it because uh, yeah because you know everybody's gonna want to go to yeah. sicily now, no no which, for sure that they're gonna want to do that but they kind of made sicily like it's vegas there's gorgeous hookers and and you know yeah i, I, I don't know if it's May, that if, maybe there are gorgeous hookers there I, I don't really know but uh it's not that big of a spot it's a yeah. pretty i think it's a pretty sleepy area yeah. But still, I want to I want to reiterate how how much I enjoyed it. So I'm just trying to figure out some of these things as a writing choice, even with Portia, the assistant. She's on a trip with this lunatic who's getting crazier and crazier by the minute. Well, and he's stolen her phone and done things that she already knows, like I'm suspecting lots of stuff and it's bad. And she just gets off the phone with her boss saying, I have a really bad feeling, but I'm going to get in the car anyway. Yeah. Why like just getting into town? Isn't that notoriously where serial killers like kill people like in the car? They get you in the car. They club you. They. Yeah. Something. And then the the guy had a change of heart. That's why the the Greg was so mad that she brought the assistant because this was pre-planned and he didn't want the assistant even there. Oh, it's an interesting thought right there, Dave, but it has nothing to do with why she got in the car. So why that did is, she get in the car, That is an Dave? interesting thought, Dave. Look at you uh, going back to the uh, original episode. By the way, that's a really good thought, actually. It's a good observation. Def- he's definitely right, and I didn't think about that. I didn't either. Um, but, but then when you do think how pre-planned this is, what was their plan, Dave? What, why did they need to party with her for three days? She's on the boat. They could kill her any number of ways. I, I don't know what the plan was. The duct tape her, shoot her, and throw her overboard? I don't really know either because they had her at this villa for at least two full days. Right? And she's doing blow. All they got to do, we see what fentanyl does. All they have yeah, to do is a put sprinkle. a dust of it, and it's over. Yeah. So I don't know why. Dave, since you, since you jumped in so rudely, this is not victory, Dave. What, <laughs> what, 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 why was, what was their plan, Dave? What would yours have been, Dave? I think their their plan was just to make her as comfortable as possible, so she didn't think anything was up. So she so they could do it when she was least expecting. Why? Why did Why do they need her to leave? She's gonna fight back. They, she's gonna take the gun and shoot five. Yeah, people. We're, we're, if they, they were on like this island palazzo where like no, you know, like it reminded me of those uh, those old cartoons like. Scream all you want. We're miles from where anybody can hear you. It's like, and why it come th- to the boat near the shore where, you know, is people are gunfire? And- is he, does he lose all his money yet? Is it his house? Why is there a picture of him and Greg? And wouldn't you put that away? I mean, would you leave that picture up in a, where you're planning to murder somebody? Uh, again, like I said, there are some things that are like, they, they, he has to do something in order for her to get the tip off, right? But what do you mean? Well, in the story you're following, that she ha- has some suspicion, perhaps, that maybe something Wait, is weird. I just want to be clear what I'm saying. 
Are you saying because the story, she has to come up with a conclusion that something's off, that they need to do some things that give her up? Yeah, and, they, okay, and that's fine, their choice but, that but, they made. It's okay. just, But it's a All weird right. choice right. to have made because it does go, why is there a picture of the guy who's arranging for her murder that wow. she's so, related to? So it's you, weird. Sad, you sadly took it right out of, of me being immersed in this piece of art and, uh, <laughs> and now just turned into like a guy on a typewriter. It. You know what? He had to get there. She, he had to get her well, suspicious. Well, I just... I, so he needed something stupid. I know there were there were some weird there were some interesting choices that you know like he could have ended she could have ended up dead without falling twenty feet from a yacht when she could have just walked down the steps and ladder. But, uh, amazing, and dead into the amazing water. death though. I laughed my ass off when she <laughs> fell and you heard the fucking <laughs> yeah. Well, I was like, oh, the the boat. <laughs> you know, it, re- it it was an incredible episode and tense. By the way, very yeah. No, there tense. was real tension. There was real anxiety because uh, you wanted to see how it was going to go, even though you knew kind of where things were happening. It, it was, but it was some interesting choices. And, and I don't know if hopefully people are are enormous audiences of uh, hundreds of thousands of listeners of the Ramblon podcast. Hopefully, have all seen White Lotus. But do you think the uh, Ethan guy had sex with his friends? wife when they walked off and do you think the other couple had sex in the hotel room when they when they locked the door which also another choice didn't understand how about you go into his room why go into your room and and lock the door go into his room but do you think they had sex uh i do <laughs> jesus ted you said it like uh, this is no, no i do because another couple no, <laughs> no it, it's i'm just looking at it and i'm saying you go to the trouble of latching the door and it's one of those things that if you were kissing, yeah. you hear the click of the lock. You can back away from each other. Um, I guess he wanted to buy more time to get himself into his other room. I don't know. But the fact that you've gone to all this trouble and, you know, she, she got busted doing something. So, yeah. Do you like that storyline, though? Because that, that storyline was basically it was it was a little hard for me to follow at first. But now when I look at the whole thing, I get it. She Aubrey Plaza, who's amazing. Um, she's the real standout to the, of the show to me, but um, she was on what was what was the show she was on on NBC? I never saw like Parks, Parks and, and Rec or, or Community or something like Service. I never saw either what? Community or Parks and Rec. Um, definitely not Community. Yeah, it's Parks, probably Parks, Parks and Rec. And Rec. Right. But we don't need I Dave. We don't need probablys. We either either you <laughs> Google it or, or <laughs> Google you know, we can guess also. I mean, maybe it was The Office. Maybe it was fucking Cheers. Okay, she was in uh, Funny People. With uh, Adam Sandler. But anyway, I actually I actually worked with her though on a script for uh, Imagine Impact program. Oh, she was one of the writers on that. And, oh no way! She is uh, superbly talented. Yeah. So um, I like her a lot. But that was great. Um, what you have an answer to something, Dave, or what? Yeah, because you're talking about the rooms and the, the them having affairs. So that takes me back to like the first episode when the the other couple wanted the door to be open in between them, and Aubrey Plaza was the one that insisted that the door remain locked between the rooms. Yeah. Mm. Okay, so uh, I, I get it, but explain to me how why they go into her room instead of his room. Um, that I can't explain, but the fact that he wanted that door unlocked the whole time, I think he was he knew he was going to do that the whole time. Did you like the show, Dave? I did. I actually never saw the first season. I only only seen oh. the second season. So last year on this podcast that you sit and listen to every day, I told you it was the best hour, a uh, best season of television I'd seen in a decade, and you didn't watch it. You didn't listen. This is this is who is supposed to rise in the business with me. Do you think you're going to have a special place and ramble on when Ted finally gets this fucking thing picked up when you don't even listen? No, I listen. I just I think I turned it off when um, the woman <laughs> when her when her winter water broke in the uh, the hotel. I kind of stopped watching after that. Why, Dave? Did that bother you? You don't like water breaking? I you think don't like the, natural pregnancies? No, what? I think the first episode moved too slow for me, and I just was like, I was going to go back to it. Never did. What are we talking about? The first season? Yeah, first, the first episode. Did you did you fall asleep, Ted? 
No, but I mean, he I didn't don't remember watch the first season. He said he just he just quoted something from the first season though. He the first he episode, watch it. the first episode. I don't remember who's water broke. The, the the heavy set uh, worker. It was hilarious. I mean, her it's like in the middle of the lobby of, of oh fucking four seasons away. I don't know, Dave. Go back and watch it, and don't tell me it's slow. It's unbelievable. The first season is unbelievable. They're both they're both great, and Mike White is yeah. Phenomenal. I, I enjoyed it. I and enjoyed I told my dad season. to watch Enlightened. I'll tell you. Okay, there's one other that, thing that, that is a, me. That's a good show as well. Enlightened first season. Mike, is Mike White did that as well, right? Genius. And Laura Dern is Michael Imperioli's wife on the telephone. So of course you're waiting for her to show up. So that was disappointing. No, well, not only that, but he looks at pictures. And it's someone else. And it's not Laura Dern. Yeah, so I don't understand that. I don't know. But I think uh, maybe I mean, Image and likeness budget. Maybe she'll know? be in season three, though. Maybe. You know? I wonder what they do with Imperioli. But I, I mean, at this point, he's built a franchise, right? I mean, it's going to it's gonna continue on. It's of doing course well. Of course it's going to continue so on. Good, going on, he has, I, this he has is, to keep figuring out. This is the most um, talked about show I've seen in a long time. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody I know watched this. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah. What else do you have to add? Anything? Uh, I'm all caught up on Tulsa King. I know you don't like that show. Uh, I I want to reiterate, Dominic Lamardozzi is yeah, a he's, genius and it's great, phenomenal. Uh, the writing on that show in the first 11 minutes, Dave turned off White Lotus, which won the Emmy for writing, I believe. Tulsa King's not winning any Emmy no, for writing. It's okay, not. it's just it's again Stallone loved seeing him on TV. Whatever. I don't I, I don't like to criticize other writers. It's also Taylor Sheridan, which I don't. I, I, I don't think he, believe, I don't think I kind of believe it. he handed I it off to just, like Dave or something. I think he just said, "Hey, I've got an idea. What about a fresh out of water story, uh, you know, New York mafia guy comes out of prison and they they relocate him to Tulsa." I think that's probably as much involvement as he may have had in the yeah, whole thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh god, talk about bad setup 101. That first 10 minutes of that pilot, I mean, lop it right off, start when he's in Tulsa already. Yeah, it it's a lot of exhibition. Exhibition. You know. Yeah. I don't think that's the right word. What is it? Exposition. Exposition? <laughs> yes. Did I say exhibition? Yeah. I'm a exhibition. little tired today. You're thinking, you're thinking about the hookers still. And uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot, right. It is a lot of exposition. All right. What, are and, you watching and I'm anything up, else? I'm, now and I'm, ca- I'm full story. caught up on uh, you know, Welcome to Chippendales. It's a great <laughs> story. Yeah. It is. You should. I think you should watch it. I think you'd, I think you'd enjoy it. Uh, and I have been getting feedback from other people who have watched it now based on this conversation, and, th- and they seem to like it. So, uh, you know, what can, what can you say? Um, it is a really incredible story, though. I can tell you that. Uh, what else do I got? I, I got nothing else. I got nothing else. That's it. Holidays are coming. It's uh, exciting. What are you doing for New Year's? I'm doing nothing. I'm back to my old ways. I'll New Year's, you house. know, I don't I, I'm not a big New Year's guy. I don't like going out. I don't like paying five hundred dollars for the same thing that was fifty dollars the night before. Like, it's just not a not a huge thing for me. Yeah. Um, and even I, I remember even as a younger person who would go out and, you know, have a good time. I, I always remember going uh, this. It wasn't that great. Like it was just Tuesday. Like, yeah. So I was going to go out last night. You know, we had we had Gronk. Everybody should check out the Victory yes. the podcast. We had Gronk on it. He invited me to a party and I didn't go. And that's part of uh, part of my coming to terms with who I am. Like, I don't want to go. I mean, I'm sure it was. An so you have no regret. Party. No, not going zero. I don't like to leave my house unless I have to. That's why everyone's yeah, like, I'm, oh. I'm starting to get to that. This baby is going to just destroy your life. No, no it's it's not. It actually gives me a no. great excuse. Ah, I got the baby. Uh, <laughs> and now you baby. have one more thing. It's like yeah. you, you, were, you were struggling to find excuses after COVID was, was over. Yeah. Now you've got a new excuse. Yeah. The only thing I want to <laughs> do is play pickleball and, and make a show. That's well, maybe it. you'll have another one and you know stay in the house for the next five, <laughs> five to seven years Yeah, no, while they're all breastfeeding until they're in high everything. school. Two changes everything. Right? So I'm, I'm probably not going to do that. All right. We 
we gotta we gotta come up with something to talk about or this thing is gonna hit the skids quicker than a fucking really Dave watching White Lotus yeah, season one. I mean, I one. think this is a shorter episode. I don't mind. Uh, That's it. I don't mind. Well, what what else you got? We're oh, gonna, well, I mean, our pickleball uh, our pickleball team is advancing forward. All right, so we uh, I guess we're allowed to announce it, even though for some reason the announcement keeps getting pushed and pushed and pushed. But I've been shamed on Instagram for a year. Why aren't I involved in in Major League Pickleball when I've you know been this nerd who's been talking about pickleball for nerd seven years? Anyway, we are we're owners of uh, the Chicago Slice. Pickleball team. Yes, so we're getting involved. As it turns out, it's from my hometown. It was the uh, nexus of this team. It just yeah, happened to be. Yeah, horrible. Wh- why? Because I would like it to be New York. What do you mean, why? Oh, well, maybe there's a New York team that you can get involved with. <laughs> <laughs> Jump Sell ship. this piece? <laughs> Jump ship. So are you excited about this? The draft was the I, other day? I don't know if you I saw am. my reel yesterday. I sent uh, uh, anonymously like yeah, a anonymously high school recruit. Yeah, from your direct from your text yeah. thread. Well, no, no, that was just to you and, and Steve. But uh, I sent it to a bunch of my pickable friends and said, maybe start slipping this around and go. This guy's twenty six. He's from Cuba, and I think maybe you want to take a little <laughs> look at him. You know, and it was you. It was me. Wow. It was my I played with Golden Tate, Super Bowl winner Golden Tate oh. yesterday. So, and how how is Golden's game? I mean, he's only been playing a year, and he has no tennis background whatsoever. He's a he's an athlete, and he he'll he he's good. He'll he'll get. He'll good. be fine. Yeah, he's getting good. He's he, he's good already, but he'll get much better in the next year or two. So, are you gonna play? I am, but uh, you know, we were talking yesterday. I uh, I stepped out of bed and took my first step, and I must have done something in my sleep, and I felt like my whole ankle, you know, <laughs> popped. So, I'm I'm down for the count for the next couple of days, but. Um, I'll be I'll be all right. Got a little massage, everything's fine. But that's what happens. Like you start getting injuries. That's Mike Young's you know, stand up, like, Dave. Mike Young does his stand up. You know, like you oh, get to the stage, you, you sneeze just, and your back's out. No, for it's three like weeks. you turn your neck and yeah. you're like, you know, you're down. But yeah. I I feel great. I played three hours yesterday. Twenty six hundred. Three calories, hours. Twenty six hundred calories, and it was cold out. <laughs> Why? Yeah, my heart rate was uh, was flying. I have to get in better cardio shape, especially if I'm going to get drafted by Major League Pickleball. Yeah. Do you think that's possible or no? If they start a senior tour, <laughs> would you get a salary? Hell yeah, I'd get a salary. I don't work for free, Dave, except yeah. for Action Park Media really? and for Ramble On. Those are the only places I work for free in everything that I'm good at, podcasting mm-hmm. and directing, mm-hmm. producing and writing. I do those things for free. Pickleball, they're going to pay me big. I want a giant contract. Gigantic. So. Signing so, bonus. So you haven't you haven't spoken to any of the higher-ups at the Major League Pickleball or in the Chicago Slice organization because I think it would be a big story if they drafted one of their owners. No? That w- I think that would be a big story. It's worth Did you something. see that was that that was one of the stories uh, in sports the other day, maybe Monday. That um, apparently uh, Yarma Yager from uh, the Pittsburgh Penguins, he's already fifty-one, which yeah. by the way is mind-blowing to me because I go, oh shit, he's that old. Like, it felt like he was just playing. He owns he some team, playing. I think, in Europe. Yeah. Um, and they've had a big like flu or some sort of illness outbreak on the team. Yeah. He actually had to suit up to play so they could participate in a game. Well, Yager's a beast. I mean, he could still play for sure. I mean, Brady's, he did, and I Brady's think he 45. had an assist. I think he had an assist on the first goal. And uh, that's unbelievable. So, the guy's fifty-one, skating probably with twenty-two-year-olds. And Ovechkin scored his eight hundred last night. If anybody watches yes. hockey, so yeah, yeah. So he's second, I think, on uh, the all-time NHL scoring yeah. list at this point, which is pretty amazing. And he's also been playing. I th- I feel like he's been playing since I was in college. It's like Ovechkin. Yeah, like I mean, he's, he's probably, been playing for like twenty years. He probably is. Two thousand. 
Dave. 2005. That's what I'm talking there about, we go. Dave. In the booth. You're finally our, our official Baba Booey. All right, let's, let's get into a little stock tip. Some people think that um, we abuse stock tip, which is so, not you necessarily. Yeah, I, I, I'm not Which is so that. ridiculous. Leave me, leave me out of employee abuse. I, we I, empower I, I've Dave. Had of so, Dave, yesterday we had Gronk on the podcast. You've become quite enamored with him. Okay, so you're now you've now started this texting relationship with Gronk. You like to text me two o'clock in the morning, seven a.m. Dave will be like, "Did you see the Magic game last night?" I'm never going to see the Orlando Magic game. Just so we're clear, I'm never going to take time out of unless my day. an asteroid hits yeah. Orlando. I am and not interrupts the game. watching the Orlando <laughs> Magic game. But Dave likes to send text, which is very nice, by the way. It doesn't bother me at all. Are you doing this to Gronk because you got his number? Absolutely not. Everything's been related to the clip. His assistant even emailed me this morning about the clip. The clip? What does that mean? The clip. The clip. Or, you or clip somebody, Dave? The, the, uh, the victory clip of clip. him talking about entourage. Oh, to get a little oh. footage from Gronk so he could post about it. Okay, so gotcha. you're not sending him, how was your night? No, not uh, Show me a picture of your ugly sweater from the ugly sweater <laughs> no, party. It's, we it's, should get a drink. You sure, Dave? Yeah, no, because he literally said, he's like, I want you to send me all the clips directly to me. And he, and he took my phone and put his phone number in there. So we just, we've been talking about just uh, the entourage stuff. Okay. Does and it make you nervous when you text Gronk? No, not at all. I broke the ice <laughs> saying, you're a lot taller in person than I thought you would be. But what was really cool yesterday is I woke up to come to the office. And all of a sudden on my phone, I have him in my phone as Gronk. I, I, all of a sudden it popped up a text message, Gronk. And he's asking me to go over the of him talking about Tom Brady on and off the field. And I'm like, in a million years, I would never think Gronk would be texting me in the morning to ask if he said something he shouldn't have about Tom Brady. Oh, but he didn't. He spoke no. great about no, Tom was, Brady. It was clean. I sent it to him. It was perfect. Did you wake up and get excited when you saw Gronk had texted you in the morning? Yeah. Because yeah, like, I get okay. excited when I see you text me in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> he did. That's it. I yeah. did. By the way, he hasn't texted me back because I asked him if he wants to join our, our pickable ownership. So apparently he's responding to stock tip and not me. So what are you going to do? All right. Wow. Uh, I got a little. Man, this town is tough. I got lunch with uh, Jordan Belfort, not dropping names, but now he's a huge celebrity. And uh, I've watched uh, I've watched his social media following explode over the last two years since he did the Hollywood Ways. I don't even know if it was Hollywood Ways yet. How did this podcast start? Was it Hollywood? Yeah, it yeah. was Hollywood Ways. Originally. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, Dave. You got anything else? You got any TV shows anybody should watch? We're going to have to find a more structured purpose for this show. But that being said, can everybody put a nice review? Because Ted gets very upset when he sees bad reviews on the, uh, on the uh, Apple page. So, what else, Stock Tip? You got something to watch? Anything to recommend? Anything at all? Um, TV shows as of right now, I have none because all the ones that I did watch mysteriously just stopped like middle of November. What does that mean? They mysteriously stopped. Like, they didn't end. They just end. Disappeared? Like the show La Brea. I really enjoyed it. Like I made fun of it in the beginning because of the title. And then I just became a fan and I, they just ended it like a cliffhanger. You don't know if the season ended or if it was. I don't even know what the show is. What is this day? So it's a, it's a show based here in LA where these, these sinkholes that happen and they put them into LA like pre like 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 i want to say like caveman times well, like bef- well, like be- the la brea tar pits where they have right. dinosaurs legitimately in los angeles yeah, yeah. in the tar yeah and so, so it's so it's i'm gonna have to take my baby there yeah. la like a thousand years ago okay sounds exciting dave i think you can do better i think you should probably watch season one of white lotus yes but I know, <laughs> season I mean, one of white lotus you know, i'm gonna watch it this weekend and maybe uh, the ronnie james dio documentary which oh. i hear is phenomenal is it like is it new? Showtime, brand new. It's supposed to be incredible. I got really? all my high school boys who love metal going. It's the greatest thing ever. Really? So I gotta oh, watch, watch that. that. 
Yeah. Oh, we talked about Pepsi the Jet. Uh, I want my Jet. I yeah. saw. Uh, oh, the you know what Doc? Did we talk about it? The Downey Doc is awesome. Oh, the one about his father. Yeah, that's really good. And I, uh, I saw it pop up, but I didn't. I didn't watch it. It's yeah. good. Yeah. So anyway, anybody send us some recommendations on what to watch. We'll find something more interesting to talk about. I'm not going to come back next week unless we have a real, real plan. All right. Well, then happy holidays, everybody. <laughs> yeah. we'll happy talk New to Year's. You. We'll talk we'll to you in 2023. 2023. Hopefully we'll have some good news. And if not, I just want to put this out there because I don't care anymore. I will I will seriously put a lot of money. I will put this up against any half hour in television. Uh, Period. End of that. fucking story. And Ted Foxman, producer, go sell the thing. Uh, Florida. <laughs> <laughs>